we talked about this morning in, in a board meeting, uh, our plans to continue our fall activities. We still uh, have cross country. We still have football championships to, to try to make it through. And again, uh, all of that is a challenge uh, each week uh, as Schools are being impacted by the virus. Uh, students, uh, teachers, coaches uh, are testing positive uh, football. We've been able to um, to have anywhere between 85 and 90 percent of our games played. Um, uh, there's been cancellations each week, uh, and and we uh, we. We hate that that's happening, but but it's uh, it's it's something we we can't avoid, and and we're trying to uh, make sure that those teams that are that are having to cancel because of COVID are not are not penalized uh, because of that. Uh, there is no perfect policy that we can put together to to address um, and make better uh, all these different. Uh, scenarios that are occurring, but we we certainly didn't want uh, a school that couldn't participate because of having to be quarantined and, and having positive cases. We didn't want them to be penalized. So uh, that is that is something that we're monitoring constantly. Uh, each week, we're 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 trying to determine. Um, whether or not that policy needs to be tweaked, and 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 it, it is subject to change as we get deeper into the season. So we we certainly want to be aware of that. We made our board aware of it uh, that that it could change uh, uh, as we go. Um, we talked about planning for winter activities. Uh, you know, once we bring activities uh, indoors. With wrestling and basketball and swim, it, it creates another set of problems for the schools in trying to manage the virus. Um, but the schools still feel like, you know, with some guidance, with some uh, uh, guidance on how to uh, social distance and and sanitize and 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 do some of those things, that they still can can manage this. So we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot. Uh, there are a lot of states around us. Uh, that have put a lot of their winter activities off to the spring. And, and we considered that. Uh, but as we talked to some of the medical experts, uh, what we found is none of them can point to anything that tells us that the spring is going to be any better than it is right now uh, in the fall. So we're going to give it a shot uh, to have our winter activities to at least get them started and and let's see um, let's see how it goes from there. So I say all of that to say um, anything that we're doing now is subject to change. Uh, we're we're trying to allow activities to happen in the safest manner possible. And if we come to a point where it looks like we need to do something different. Uh, to to allow that to happen, then we may do something different. But but that's where we are. And uh, again, I, I again I just can't say enough for the effort that the schools are making to 
to try to allow uh, the students to continue to have their activities. So with that, I will listen to some of you and, and see what comments or questions you might have for us. Got a question I, I see that's come up. Uh, can you clarify what happened between the, the non-game, the no-game tiebreaker amendment passed in June and the letter sent out to coaches uh, saying forfeitures would occur and then what seemed to be the original amendment put it on a few weeks ago. If, I, if I'm understanding that uh, question correctly, when we initially started uh, the semester, um, we tried to uh, maintain our, our policy that if a school couldn't play uh, and had to forfeit a game that um, you know, a forfeit uh, by our rules would eliminate you from the playoffs. Uh, we changed that to uh, allow, uh, if the school leader, if the superintendent uh, notified us that they couldn't play because they've been impacted by the virus, they've, they've had some positive cases, they've had to quarantine a number of students, and it made it hard for them to play the game. We didn't want that to penalize the school. So we got away from uh, using the, the winning percentage uh, scenario to base our district standings to a number of wins. So if the game had to be canceled, uh, one team couldn't play because of COVID and a game had to be canceled, um, then that became a no game. There, there was not a win or loss for anyone. Uh, now that's something that, that, that again, we're, we're monitoring closely because if we get to the, we get near the end of the season and we see that there's a lot of teams that have no games, very few district games played, and, and it looks as though that could skew the playoff standings, then we may make adjustments to what we have, but we're gonna wait and see uh, what happens as we get deeper into the season. Another question, what's the plan or what would be the procedure if a team who qualifies for the state tournament is unable to play in the opening game or any other game because of COVID? Good question. Uh, and I tell you the, I couldn't give you an exact answer other than unless the, the way we're thinking now, unless it was multiple teams that were impacted uh, that couldn't play, we're probably going to go on. If it's one team that can't play because of, uh, because of the virus, we're going to move forward in, in most cases. And, and we've notified the schools that, uh, again, lots of variables there, so it's hard for, for us to give you a, a, a direct answer there. But, but again, in general, if, if we've got a, a team, one team that couldn't play, I don't know that we would hold up the entire classification for that. OK. 
Hey, be patient with me as I as I try to make it through all the questions. Any discussions about the higher classes in football having everyone make the playoffs? Uh, only extending one week, and 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 to answer that in short, there's been discussions about lots of different possibilities that we might uh, look at as we get deeper into the into the season. Uh, you know, our goal is to is to get to the end of the season. So so that scenario of of maybe uh, in Class Six A where you've got a weak uh, leeway there. Uh, with the number of playoff games, uh, that's that's something we have discussed. Uh, but again, we've discussed two or three other scenarios as well. So just about everything's on the table at this point. Uh, question about the the number of games that's uh, been canceled, the ten to fifteen percent. It's been canceled on a weekly basis. The question is, is there a percentage at which you think it would be prudent for school districts to pause or cancel a season? Uh, that's going to be left to that local school district, whether or not they feel like it's safe enough for, for their schools to, uh, uh, to move forward. Uh, for us, um, we're going to continue to try to move forward. As, as long as we've got schools that are playing and want to play, we're going to try to allow it to happen. Now, at the local level, if that school feels like it's not uh, uh, the safe thing to do, then, then they're going to make that decision. But we're going to try to give them the opportunity to play if they feel like it's, it's safe enough to do so. I've got a follow-up says the letter sent out prior to the called meeting said forfeits would occur. Was this in error? The call meeting a few weeks ago. Um, I'm I'm not. I guess I'm not clear on on that um, on that particular scenario. Uh, whoever laptop two is, if if you want to call me after we finish here uh, and give me some more detail, I'll certainly try to answer that for you. Other questions? I'm not, I hope I haven't um, missed any. Hey, David, uh, I'll just ask you one. This is Barry. Okay. Have you given any thought to extending the season, not for playoffs or any of those reasons, but schools that lose a lot of games and just want to try to play a full season and a full schedule? You know, uh, and, and letting them have the month of November to do that. Barry, that is that is something that, that we're considering. Uh, for instance, if 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 there are non-playoff teams, uh, the possibility of allowing them to find match games until we finish the playoffs. Uh, uh, allowing them to, to find games to play, to, to give them more games. Uh, that is certainly something we have discussed, yes. 
the uh, I, I would tell you that um, you know one one of the the issues there uh, would be um, is that going to cause an issue at a local school district who's trying to get basketball going, for instance? Would Would you say what's the biggest priority for your office? Each school has its own issues. I realize that, and everybody has priorities. Is your Is your biggest issue trying to stage the postseason? or is it trying to navigate to have a full regular season? You know, after going through the spring and canceling the season, uh, we we saw how important, you know, we, we thought our activities were pretty important anyway, but it, it was really emphasized when we shut them down last spring. We want to give kids the opportunity to play. You know, uh, yes, we, we'd like to have the uh, our playoffs, but more than anything else, we want to give kids as many opportunities to participate as we possibly can. I see a couple of other questions. Uh, are you more or less confident now that than you were two months ago about everything proceeding as scheduled? I can't say that, that uh, really confident because of, how the the positive number of cases uh, seem to 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 stay steady at at a high number at a high rate, uh, and several schools are being impacted by positive cases. So I don't know that I'm any more confident now uh, than I was earlier. Um, well, we're, you know, we're going to continue to, to, to make the effort, but we sure uh, we sure wish that, that these numbers would start to, to go the other direction. Another question, what impact have we seen on finances at this point? You know, we, we, lost, a, we lost a lot of the, the basketball tournament, uh, and then how has that affected our bottom line and our services that we provide our members? Uh, it's a good question. You know, as far as uh, an impact now with the majority of our revenue coming from gate receipts, uh, we won't see that until after these first uh, set of uh, championship series. We, we expect that we probably won't have the attendance that we've had in the past um, as we're encouraging. Uh, people who shouldn't be around others to to stay home. So that's going to impact us uh, financially, and, and we expect that um, right now. It we we think we're still being able to provide the services to our member schools that that we always have. Um, but but you know to to be real, if if we lose, if we continue to lose revenue. Uh, from our gate receipts, uh, again, which is our primary source of, of, of revenue, then that, that could end up impacting uh, what we provide to our schools because it's, it could very well impact what goes on here at this office in terms of staff. Uh, so 
Uh, we'll just we'll just have to wait and see. But we're doing uh, we're making lots of taking lots of cost cutting measures uh, to to reduce expenses as revenues uh, expected revenues are expected to be uh, to be reduced. So we're doing everything we can to to be able to provide those services that we've always provided to the schools.